We're gonna go first. Uh, doesn't matter. I'll do it. All right. All right. Here we go. In five, four, three, two. One, yo, yo, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Still Shit Podcast. You know what I'm saying? These be your boys, Johnny and JMO713. Yeah, today on this show, man, we're just gonna do our little sports edition because NFL season is pretty much right here. You know what I'm saying? We had like a lot of college games that we were watching this weekend. There was a lot of fighting, like, there was a lot of fights that was going on this weekend and everything like that. But right now, we about to concentrate on NFL. We're gonna talk some fantasy with y'all. We're gonna also talk some on sports betting, you know what I'm saying? Money line shit, odds, whatever you want. So, anyways, let's kick this off right. Start it out, Jave Mo. Alright. So this is what we got on the fantasy, right? On the quarterbacks. I picked three quarterbacks off the rip, and they're obvious names, but I give you the reasons that I picked them as to why fantasy football would be a good year for them. The first one is Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. And I believe Lamar Jackson will have the best fantasy quarterback season bar an injury. Hmm. His dynamic skill set, the criticism and the pending contract. So he planned for it the money of his lifetime. People are already out there talking shit about him not being able to throw, even though he threw for 38 touchdowns his MVP season. And his skill set with him being able to run the ball for extra yards and get touchdowns to add to his fantasy points. Because when I'm great in a quarterback fantasy wise I'm looking for a quarterback that can get me points throwing in running the ball and he's the best at doing that then you got Josh Allen Josh Allen coming in a close second with the weapons that he got combined with his running abilities I expect Josh Allen to be dependable throughout the year on fantasy football yeah he sounds like he's very dependable like a very dependable tool so yeah him being able to run the ball in for the extra yards getting a few touchdowns in this year his weapons like Stephon Diggs, him having uh, damn, I forgot who he got. Knox as the tight end. He got another receiver over there. That's Gabe Davis, good. and I think it's his name, Gabe Davis, right? Yeah. So they they pretty loaded over there, and the running game he got, his abilities, the coaching scheme, him being more matured, and then last but not least, you got Patrick Mahomes. And the reason I picked Patrick Mahomes this year is for multiple reasons. For one, I picked him on this list because I picked two dual threat. Uh, quarterbacks in the first two so I wanted to give you somebody who is going to get it mostly from their own and Patrick Mahomes tend to be that guy to me that year with Tyreek Hill being gone I feel like Mahomes will spread the ball out and have more of a balance in the passing game like I've seen it before I've seen when Marvin Harris retired and Rodney Harris I mean Marvin Harris and uh the other quarterback Peyton Manning had got up out of there and he just had a plethora of of receivers to throw it to and that actually made him better because you can't double my one receiver you just gotta beat me and beat the scheme now you just going against me head up you're not kind of doubling Tyreek and putting your best player on uh and jamming Travis Kelsey and making me beat you with other guys you don't know who I'm going with everybody's working as hard to be the number one receivers plus they went and got some good guys that have proven themselves to be decent if not good receivers at uh, in other places in the league so that gives me Patrick Mahomes, him being able to spread the ball around, already having a skill set that he has to throw the ball, 
I feel like he'll have a pretty good year on the fantasy football with quarterbacks. Oh, yeah, you're right about that. While Patrick Mahomes spreading the ball around, like we all think Tyreek Hill whenever we hear the receiver and whatnot, right? But they got they got a gang of receivers over there that, that can really contribute. So you're right about that one, too. This is going to be like show and prove how Patrick Mahomes could actually be as a leader. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just relying on the weight of Travis Kelsey. But he got some receivers over there as well. Okay. Now with the running backs, obviously if Christian McCaffrey stay healthy, he will be the top pick. Yeah, he might be like the number one pick, like you know, for the next five weeks. But I don't trust his health. True, he is too vital to the offense to not be overused. True, I think that will contribute to another tough season for McCaffrey. Not saying it'll be season-ending injuries, but since it's week one, might as well go with him. Week one, yeah, and this is daily fantasy. That's why I say like week one, a couple weeks in, you is he a good pick? But there are several running backs that I believe can have real good seasons in fantasy. I usually have faith in more faith in running backs that catch the ball out of the backfield because that's another dual threat that goes with, like I said, with the quarterback. Now it gives you multiple ways to score in fantasy. True that. Now, Jonathan Taylor, he mm-hmm. don't catch the ball much out the backfield, but him running the ball double by the coach that likes running the ball, that would only say, you know, I feel like it'll contribute to him having great games like he did last year. But the one thing that kind of makes me a little bit weary is that Carson Wentz was his quarterback last year. And when Carson Wentz your quarterback, of course that you're going to run him, run the ball Yeah, more. now you got, now you got, gun, now you got, now you got, got gunslinger Matt Ryan. And yeah. I can see like as the season go on and the Matt Ryan get more comfortable in the play calling and in the offense that they'll start making more calls for him. But one quarter, one running back I really liked was Austin Eckler out of uh, Atlanta. I'm sorry, I'm going to say San Diego from the Los, oh, Angeles, yeah, Los, Chargers. Yeah, Los Angeles Chargers. He'll yeah. rack up fantasy points this year. Mm-hmm. He is targeted like a third receiver over there, and he still handle a bulk of the runs. The team have a good quarterback in the offense that wants to move the ball and score. So his uh, his fantasy points usually rack up well. He'll have like fucking ten catches and a touchdown yeah, on the catch a plus a few runs. And Joe Mixon. Now, with the focus being on the passing game with the three ball catches they have over in Cincinnati and a great quarterback, Mixon is a true runner of the ball, plus he can catch four to five balls for you on a good day. He's the type of running back that can get you 100-plus yards just running the ball, plus him being able to do other things, right? So I said, those are it right now, but there are other running backs that I feel could pop off, but some just don't have what it takes, like, to be who they want to be, like the guy Damian Pierce and Najee Harris, out of Sanford, out of Houston, Texas, and out of Pittsburgh. Damian Steelers. Pierce is like, he's a rookie, right? He's a rookie. So kind of, you gotta show and prove on that one. Even though the preseason he was doing hella good, and he and he pretty much earned the number one spot. So yeah, but I said now, I, gotta, them, I gotta see, how, I gotta see how this dude gonna play in week one, bro. They, I'm very curious. I didn't pick them because they have no offensive line. Like, Houston Texans have a, a left-side heavy offensive line, which means a lot of pressure going to come in from the right side. Now, Dalvin Cook and Nick Chubb, I didn't pick them because they split carries. You got Madison, and then you got Kareem Hunt. They split carries in Minnesota and in Cleveland with those, so I didn't want to pick the, them um, as much. What's the, what's the deal with Kareem Hunt right now in, um, in, in Cleveland? He's going he's gonna to play? He's going he's he's gonna to suit play. up? Yeah, he's going to suit up. Okay, then, yeah, so you're right. They're going to split the carries. And then Derrick Henry, I just didn't have much faith in Derrick Henry. I'm just like, he got injured last year. He been running the ball a million times. As much as I've seen, it's like Tom Brady. He's going to have to show me he can do this past a certain 
What, what what part of the season did um did Derrick Henry get um, injured? He got injured like pretty much mid season, right? Start the and end. they had to rest him out because pretty much they was already they were number one in their division. All they had to do was just pretty much get to the playoffs. That's all they had to really do. So that's why he was pretty much resting for the rest of that season. That's not I think, true, right? Because he didn't play in the last game of the season. They wanted him to. They wanted. Yeah, to I know try he didn't to, play that. Yeah. They wanted to try to give him a run in the last game of the season, but he wasn't ready. They had to. Wait until that next season and throw them out there in the playoff game. You know, nobody would like to ideally throw your play out there the first game, be a playoff game. You want to knock the rust off, get hit a few times in the last game, if not for just a drive or two, just to go out there and run and, you know, get a good eye for everything. Yeah, true that, true that, true that. You're right, you're right. Nah, you know, you know, get your get your running back moving. You don't want him going up in that bitch like the 10 man and next you know we got to put oil on his joints. That, that's just my reference from Wizard of Oz. Don't worry about it. I wasn't being literal. Okay, now with the wide receivers. Wide receivers is obviously the deepest position out there. You got Cooper Cup, who won a triple crown last year, mm-hmm. leading the league in receptions, yards, and touchdowns. Now with OBJ being gone and Robert Woods being traded, I can expect a lot of more attention to be paid to Cooper Cup by opposing defenses. That being said, I expect him to have a pretty productive season, but don't look for him to blow people's tops off. You know what I mean? And another thing is, over the past few years, one thing have taught me that these college receivers came in the league ready to play at the top of level, at a top level immediately. And so I won't pick one this year, like coming out of college, but like for the last three, four years, there's been like a receiver come out of college to just automatically throw himself in like the top five to top seven receiver league for the yeah. league so I mean like we got that like in Justin Jefferson like we have that like in dudes like Justin Jefferson and um who's the guy that's over there in Cincinnati forgot his fucking name already uh Jamar Chase yeah Jamar Chase and Terry McLaren came out and he did real good yeah Terry McLaren is probably the the only star on that offense for the Washington for the Washington commanders to yeah. me so so now uh, Devontae Adams, of course, he'll be a top receiver. But going from there, I mean, going to Derek Carr from Aaron Rodgers, it has to do something to your production. Now he still run perfect routes and will be highly targeted because Oakland is one of the teams that target the fuck out of their top receivers, like the most in the league. Now targets is one of the most things I pay attention to when it comes to receivers because no matter how good you are, just like OBJ and. Uh, Cleveland When he wasn't getting the targets He couldn't be productive to you as a wide receiver Hell no Now Mike Evans He would have a time to really ball out Being one of the most underrated receivers And going into his third year with Tom Brady God, And then God wasn't starting the season Hurt Tyler Johnson and A.B. being gone Mike Evans will get the targets and have the quarterback wide receiver chemistry to have big numbers this year. I expect to see the I expect us to see the Mike Evans that we saw in the last game that they played um in the playoffs. I expect to see that that Mike Evans. And like you got people like Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Steph, Stephon Diggs, like we was just naming. They got a lot of receivers out there that I expect to do big things and that will do big things this year. And you can keep an eye on them and the receivers as far as I say as far as receivers in your fantasy league. Mm-hmm. Now in tight ends, you got George Kittle, right? Now I brought George Kittle up because he returns this year fully healthy, and he was always mentioned as a top two receiver when he was fully healthy playing throughout the league. And a lot of people forget about that. Yeah, him having a young receiver in Trey Lance. Oh yeah, he's going definitely. It's going to yeah. Go you know they depend he's going a lot on him. Yeah. That guy. So yeah. then next, I got Travis Kelsey because, of course, 
Like, he always had big numbers. He a genius in the system at this point. Same quarterback, same head coach his whole career. So unless he get injured or he's falling off physically, I expect him to just have a good season. Mm-hmm. Now you got Mark Andrews. Now that's Lamar's favorite target. Yes, sir. He's young. He gets better every year. And I feel like Lamar Jackson going to have a big year. So that's going to do a lot more for Andrew. Mark Andrews going through. Mm-hmm. Now the last one I got, I got the defenses. Now I got. Wait, the wait, wait. That's the one tight end that I was. I wanted. To, I wanted to make missions off as well from Atlanta. Kyle Pitts. Yeah, Kyle Pitts. Don't sleep on Kyle Pitts. I'm not sleeping on him. If you can see right here, I wrote Kyle Pitts down. Mm-hmm. I marked him out because I didn't want to get caught up in the hype of Kyle Pitts. I wrote down he was touted as someone who would change the position when he was drafted, but I don't even know which quarterback gonna be. That's when I stopped. When I said, I don't even know who the quarterback is, but I feel, when I said that, I felt like I was lying to myself. Because how do I know? He didn't do he, he didn't live up to who he was supposed to be last year. His quarterback got, situation got worse. And I'm like, he got to show me. Now, this like you say, it's a show me year. Now, he, I'm, I got an eye on him, and I'm hoping he can do good. But he's a guy that I just heard a lot about, and he really showed us much yet. Mm-hmm. Now, on defense, I got the Bills. Now, I, I say the Bills got the best defense when it comes to creating points. They have the secondary with the potential of picking off the ball on any position because they got top-level safeties and corners at both positions. And they also feel the front seven pretty well now to get pressure on the quarterback and force bad throws and to stop the run to limit the points they get. So I feel like they'll be a pretty good defense or top-level defense when it comes to scoring on offenses, getting actually points. Then you got the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers just got a nasty defense over there. They had the potential to be a top defense in the league. I look for a lot of you know, this team to turn the ball over a lot for other teams and be able to score on defense because that's, like I say, when I'm looking for defenses, that's what I look for. I look for teams that can get the ball from other teams. Now, I only pick two defenses because my criteria is a lot higher when it's to come defense. Defense, I don't really give a fuck because you're going to not lose a lot or gain a lot really fucking with a defense. But those are two defenses that I think could get you a few extra points if you, because we all have to pick a defense, of course. Yeah. And Baltimore defense, if you plan on certain ones that allow special teams, because they have a lot of faith in their kicker, of course, so they do actually kick the field goal still. All right, then. Cool. That's the rundown? That's the rundown of my fantasy. All right, man. Shit, that was a good rundown, too, right there, man. Shit, I can't wait to see how these players play um, in the upcoming weeks right now. I give them five weeks, you know, be just, just to see how they mail in jail and everything like that, right? So, I guess now is on to me, right? On to you, my brother. On to me when we're talking about picks, betting picks and whatnot, odds and everything. Okay, the first game up that we got is the Buffalo Bills versus the LA Rams, which is going to be the Thursday night game, right? Mm-hmm. All right. They got the spread set um, at 2.5, giving it to L.A. Rams. The reason why they're giving the points up to the L.A. Rams is because everybody knows, like, you know, the the, um, the Super Bowl, um, what they call that? The Super Bowl uh, hangover. hangover. Pretty much, they even did it with Cincinnati, you know what I'm saying? Because Cincinnati right now, they're going to have to play, um, they, well, they, well, they're giving the points to the Steelers on the game with Cincinnati versus um, versus Pittsburgh. But I don't know. That's a crazy game. So we're going to get to that once I'm covering the the Buffalo Bills versus um, the L.A. Rams. I just think that the Buffalo Bills kind of just have that fucking chip on their shoulder. It can be a safe bet, I will say. But then again, it's the L.A. Rams. So the spread, I feel, is kind of like, you know, I get the spread. I get it. You know what I mean? But on safe bet, 
I don't know who I would choose in that one. I think I might have to go with LA. I'll go with LA just because like that 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 spread is too comfortable right there. I feel. I feel like Buffalo will win. And Buffalo is the better team. Yeah, and Buffalo, it, it doesn't matter who you go with. I feel like whoever you go with, you, you you're gonna meet it. So I think Buffalo might win because Buffalo, like I said, Buffalo got that they got that chip on their shoulder. And they, two and a half points. I feel like they can win by at least a field goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like Buffalo, like they, yeah, they they actually going into week one. They're the red hot team right now, just because of that game last year. Man, that was an amazing game. They were playing that shit earlier, but anyways, continue with this. All right. Um, that was the Thursday night game, but we can always go over the other games. We got San Francisco versus Chicago. The point spread is at seven, giving the points to Chicago. Obviously, San Francisco's going to beat them. I feel that San Francisco is going to beat them because Chicago is still that young team. Like, they're still that young team with a young quarterback and everything like that. Young, well, new coach and all that. Just a whole new environment over there. They got to, like, they got to start, like, they got to mesh with each other. And then you're going up with San Francisco. They just locked in Debo Sam. They have Trey Lance as their starter. George Kettle is going to be playing. Like Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, yeah. Remember on Brandon Ayuk. Like they, they're pretty much they, they're pretty much set. They're pretty much the same old team from last year. Only difference is they just switched up quarterbacks. And they play real good on the road. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last year they were pretty much a good road team. Then you got the next game right here. Baltimore Ravens versus the versus the New York Jets. Point spread set at almost at seven, giving the points to the Jets. Obviously, take those points with Baltimore because the Jets are even. We don't even know if um Zach Wilson's going to even play or not. And even if Zach Wilson does play, they got themselves a veteran in Matt Flacco. So it's whatever, man. I think that might just be a crazy game, but I just have a feeling that you know Lamar Jackson and squad is gonna come in there, bitch, and they're gonna get that that W over there in um in MetLife. Um, they are at MetLife Stadium, right? <laughs> or yeah. is that yeah? I was about to say I didn't want to get it confused. I didn't want to get it like mixed up because I didn't want no New York Giants fans coming at me and shit like that. They shut the same stadium. Mm. Oh, okay. They know that. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right, then cool. All right, so. Another game. I think this is a game that you kind of talked to me about, and you kind of. This is a game that you kind of want to keep your eyes on right here, just because it's the Philadelphia Eagles. So it's Philadelphia versus the Detroit Lions. Point spread is set at four. The points are given to the Detroit Lions. Now, I want Detroit to win. I actually want Detroit to win this one because one, Philadelphia's been too popular with the motherfucking like with the with the um with the media outlets like ESPN. And Fox and Fox Sports and all this shit. They, they've been too fucking popular. I just think that maybe this is like people just rallying against the Dallas Cowboys. I'm not sure, but yeah. So with that game right there, I would like Detroit to win. But if you're a smart betting man, you're gonna go with Philadelphia. And that spread is too good. That spread is too good. Four, come on. Now the next game right here, which is a which is a division game, is going to be the Indianapolis, the Indianapolis Colts versus the Houston Texans. Point spread given to the Texans at eight. That's kind of insulting to the Houston Texans, but let's just see how that goes because you know the Colts got the Colts pretty much same team, different I'm, quarterback, but it's a more veteran, more seasoned quarterback. I'm taking Texans in eight. I knew he was gonna take. I knew he was gonna do that. No, the reason I'm doing that is because Matt Ryan's playing in his first game in the system, so it ain't. I don't expect the offense to come out and just be who they want to be. Mm-hmm. I expect them to try to run the ball heavy with Jonathan Taylor, and you know the Texans not being able to score as much, but I expect it to be a close game. 
Yeah, even though I don't like Atlanta Falcons, I do always give respect their players and Maddie Ice. I just think Maddie Ice might actually like come out that bitch and and do what Maddie Ice do. Yeah. Alright, so the next game right here, I was talking about it earlier. Pittsburgh Steelers versus Cincinnati Bengals. The points were given to the Steelers at 6.5. They don't even know who they want as they start in quarterback right now. So I think they might start the veteran Matt Trubisky. I think so. Mike Matt Trubisky, right? Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, Mitch. Mitch. How the fuck I fucked his name up, boy? I, be got, I got to get these names better, man. Mitch Trubisky. I think they're going to start him over the rookie Kyle, uh, or the rookie on Pickett, but I think Pickett should start. But anyways, that's like, you know, that's, that's, it's whatever, it's whatever. We, we'll know exactly, we'll know exactly like who's going to start around Thursday. So, now next game right here. Now, this is one of the games I was like, you need to keep your eyes out on right here. Cleveland Browns versus the Carolina Panthers. Point spread set at 2.5 points given to the Cleveland Browns. Now, I will go with the Carolina Panthers right here. I feel like the Carolina Panthers. I, I'm gonna go with the Carolina Panthers on this one. That's is my squad. And you got to and you and you face palm yourself. Ain't that a bitch? Because, bro, Cleveland is gonna run through this shit. They're gonna run through it? Because they got everything. What 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 are they? For one, I feel like this Jacoby Brissett. He is a serviceable quarterback. Now, you put him on a trash team like the Texans, he gonna go four wins. You give him a team that already got skill, he'll win you nine, ten games. So he can go out there and do something with something. And he has a lot. He got a running game, he got an offensive line, they got a real good defense. Like And that's messed up because like you say that, like Cleveland's already proven themselves and the Panthers have not proven themselves. But just as a fan, I'm rolling with the Panthers on that one. If you want to be a smart better, you want to go with the Cleveland Browns. Oh, obviously, 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 and then you know they got a crazy ass fucking like defense, especially when you got Miles Garrett gonna be crashing through the damn line, trying to trying to take off for Baker Mayfield's head and shit. Is that be on Clowney? Mm. I forgot I got somebody else. Y'all talk about Clowney like as if he like the still like a beast from college. He's just a run stopper, bro. See, one thing people got mixed up is they expected that. That's why they forgot to look at what he really did. He ain't really do like 30 sacks, break. Well, he, ain't, he wasn't J.J. Watt. For one, because he had J.J. Watt on the team. We didn't have, he didn't need to be. He was a great run stopper, bro. He didn't get to the quarterback a lot, but he going to get to your running back. He going to make sure he, 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 he don't get past that line or he going to get popped a little bit behind the line for sure. Don't hurt Christian McCaffrey, man. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so all right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna move off from that game right there. The next game right here, New Orleans Saints versus the Atlanta Falcons. The point spread set at point on five point five points given to Atlanta. I would say that is a good bet right there. New Orleans Saints. If if they don't if they don't kick their own selves in the head, they could beat the Falcons. And the Falcons, I think they gotta find their identity too and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? The Atlanta Falcons, like they're pretty much one of those squads that pretty much they they are, they're looking at re they they're they they're they're facing rebuild. They are rebuilding. So like Atlanta Falcons, they gotta find their way and stuff like that. So New Orleans, just by just being a more together veteran team, they could beat the Atlanta Falcons with the point spread given right there. I agree. Now, the next game that's coming up is the New Orleans. Now, this is another game that I'll be like, okay, we have to watch this game because it's the New England Patriots versus the Miami Dolphins. Point spread set at three points given to New England. The reason why I say that is because if you actually look back on the history with New England playing against Miami and Miami, they don't fret too well. They really don't fret that good for some reason in Florida. So, that gives the, because the history 
of how New England plays Miami and Miami, I want to give the point. I would actually go with that point spread with Miami. I really would. I'm now I knew you were going to say that, and I knew you was going to say it. Come on, let's go. I'm picking Patriots for multiple reasons. For one, I just trust the Patriots and Bill Belichick to be a better team. Mm-hmm. And for two, Bill Belichick, them are doing something they never done before. Instead of flying out Saturday for the game, they flying out tomorrow, so they'll be holding practice in Miami this week. And I think the reason why they can't fail, they fare, they don't fare well in Florida is because of the weather. So they got to get rid, they got to get, they got to get used to that weather. So they're gonna ooh, practice that this week. Oh boy, all the Southern games expect a lot of cramps that you're gonna see. A lot of players gonna be limping off well, the field. Most Southern teams are smart enough to have domes. Mm-hmm. But just, just Miami and Jacksonville are the no, only two niggas that don't have no domes. Dome, well, 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 exclude the domes. Any team that's on the south, except for New Orleans and Atlanta, don't even expect them to see no cramps on that shit because those are two dome teams right there. Houston teams like, Dallas. huh? Houston and Dallas. Houston is a dome team only when they fucking when they decide to open that shit. Nah, <laughs> uh, how many people you see be getting cramps in the, in the Houston game? Yeah, I never I seen nobody. I see cramps in like I see cramps like in you no know, in the eastern parts, like you know what I'm saying, like the Carolinas and Florida that's and stuff like that. Yeah. Alright, so I'm going with I'm going with Miami on that. Jamo's going with the Patriots on that. Mark that. To win the game straight up. To win the game? Well the well the over and under the over and under is set at forty six point five. So under, of course, given to Miami and the over is given to the Patriots on that one. It's crazy. I don't know how the hell to do that. But anyways, let's move on. The next game is Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Washington Commanders. Points the points I'm set at um three given to Jacksonville. Now, that's an iffy game right here, man. This is an iffy, iffy game. Now the Washington Commanders are the, are the more like you know well together team than Jacksonville. You know what I'm saying? Jacksonville got a new head coach. They got a whole new system. They got to get this shit going, man. Especially for Travis, um, Trevor Lawrence and, and, and squad, man. These are too many good players on this on this squad to have seasons like they had. So on that being said, I would the safe bet would be Washington, just because. More, more like more season. That's all I have to say. Because Washington, next next game right now will be New York Giants versus the Tennessee Titans. Point spread set at five point five points given to the New York um, New York Giants. I will take those points with Tennessee. I will take those points. Enough said. We already see it's already there. The only way I can see the Giants winning this year, they can be shocking the fuck out of me, especially when they go into Tennessee. And like I said, Northern teams do not fare well when going to the South in the beginning of the year. Tennessee not that hot though, bro. Mm-hmm. Tennessee not that hot, man. But who their starting quarterback is gonna be? Tannehill, Tannehill. Or, or 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 okay. I thought they, it was the boy Malik. Malik. I thought Malik, Malik, I thought Malik was gonna actually start, but I feel like Tennessee is still the same team that they just pretty much like you know came out from last year. Only difference is they don't have Julio Jones, oh, and Julio Jones really didn't didn't really produce like how we thought he would be. He they would don't produce. have AJ Brown either. Where he go? I don't know. I, I forgot. Think he to Philadelphia, huh? Yeah, he did. Ooh, damn boy, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a hard game to watch. I don't. You know what? Just based on the point spread, I wouldn't go with Tennessee. I'll go with New York because if Tennessee even do win, they're gonna win just like about the hairs of the chinny chin chin. So New York is a safe bet right there. I don't see New York winning, but I don't see Tennessee busting them by 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 six. I just don't see that. 
All right, the next game that I say is a game that you got to watch out is for the Green Bay Packers versus the Minnesota Vikings. Point spread set at 1.5 points given to Minnesota. Minnesota has the potential to win this game if they don't kick themselves in their fucking head like how they did last year. Minnesota is not, I know that's your sleeper team of this year, but I don't believe in Minnesota anymore just because of the shit that they was pulling on me last year. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the Packers on this one. I'm just go with the Packers on this one. I don't really think that the Packers are going to really do that much, but that point spread is too crazy. I got Minnesota winning straight up. And I got the Packers just winning. I think the Packers are going to win straight up. Damn, that's another game that we got right there. Okay, cool. I'm going to be real. I'm going to look at these games and I'm going to pull some up and shit like that. Okay, we're almost done. We're almost done, guys. We're almost done. We got like three more games and then we're going to be heading out here. All right, the next game up is... The Las Vegas Raiders versus the LA Chargers. Point spread set at 3.5. Points is given to the LA um given to the to the um Las Vegas Raiders. I'm gonna take that. I like the Chargers too. I just like the Chargers. I don't know. The Chargers are, are a pretty good, well balanced team in the AFC West. In Las Vegas. They're playing in LA. They're playing they're playing over there in LA for the Chargers. Right, I so I say up. the Chargers gonna win. I say the Chargers gonna win, and I think that's a good spread right there. I could see the Chargers winning by at least six, maybe. But the, the, the Las Vegas Raiders, man, they are true grit. They they are true grit. So that, this is gonna be a good game. That's a mark game right for, for a good game, and plus it's a division game too. The next game up right now is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Dallas Cowboys. Point spread set at one point five. Points are given to the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, that's about right. Because the Bucks, they like just just because Dallas line, I don't know. I don't trust it right now. We got to see how Dallas is gonna do against a real live fucking one starting team and stuff like that. Let's see how, how it's gonna go. I really do think, but that's a crazy spread right there. And I'll go with the Bucks on this one. I got Dallas one straight up. God damn, boy, we got three games going against each other. Okay, we got a head to head right here. Okay, now we're almost done, guys. We're almost there. And the next game right now. But it's going to be in the Monday Night Football game. It's going to be another game I mark as a must-see, must-watch, got to pay attention. Is the Denver Broncos versus the Seattle Seahawks. Point spread set at 6.5, given to the Seahawks. We kind of mark this as a revenge game, but not technically a revenge game because, you know, Matt, uh, Russell Wilson left with, on, good, on good terms with the Seattle Seahawks. It's revenge, bro. J-Mo says a revenge game. Denver's going to fucking kick, kick the shit out of them because real talk, like Seattle, like, mm mm-hmm. We he got asked this. for a trade last year. He ain't say he want to trade, but he said, if y'all want to trade me, these are four teams I like to go to. And they honored his wishes. The next year, he made them stay there one more year so they wouldn't have to pay no extra taxes or some shit. Playing with that Rudy Pooh offense. <laughs> but anyways, man, yeah, we going to go with Denver on this one because just because, like, you just gave up your engine to another team that kind of needed an engine. And that's about it right there, man. Let's just see. In Geno Smith, we trust. Do we or do we? Geno. But anyways, guys, those are the point spreads right there. You know what I'm saying? We gave you our fantasy. Like, we gave you our fantasy thoughts. We gave you our betting odd thoughts and everything like that. But this is only the first ga- the first um show of the week. We're going to come back. We're going to come back to you guys midweek. 
before the season start before the season really officially kicks off and everything like that and we're gonna be talking more football so anyways that's about it for us man that's the show right there you know what i'm saying um we appreciate you all for whoever stuck with us for this long listening to the whole podcast with us the ones who keep rocking with us and all that shit we do this for you and other shit but <laughs> we do this for you and all that shit so anyways thank y'all for rocking with us thank you for listening to us don't forget to like and subscribe to us on any listening platform that you may be able to listen to your podcast is on and all that shit and we are out peace out Doo-doo.